Welcome. Let's join best-selling author Fred Kuhn as he interviews our next guest expert. Welcome, everybody. You know, I was talking the other day with Judy Garza, and Judy and I were discussing the really tough and difficult task that HR people face when they are given a new challenge and no resources and very little cooperation. Judy was asked to take over an HR department and create, well, take it over. She was asked to create it from scratch and had no resources. And we'll tell the story in a second, but I want to tell you that Judy knows what she's doing. She achieved a 10% decrease in health costs in the organization. She improved the scope of the benefits and optimized $1.5 million by doing very tenacious negotiating and working with through an analysis of competing offers. And she has received excellent and best practices ratings for remodeling the recruiting program that had a 75% turnover in the instructor core. Unacceptable. So Judy Garza, welcome to Viewpoint. Hi, Fred. Thank you for having me. So your 20 years, you, one of the stories you were telling me in your 20 years in HR is you were asked to take over and start an HR department within an organization that had none, yet it was an important entity. Tell me, what's the first thing an HR person should do when they're asked to start an HR department and get it going? Well, the first thing I think you should do is not assume that you have all the answers. And you should seek out others to help you, like the SHRM organization, uh, find professionals, HR professionals in your surrounding community that are a similar organization that you can go to, peers. And what I did was I took a, a data stick and I found similar organizations and I said, hey, do you mind if I bend your ear and ask you how you do things here and get a copy of what you're doing? And everybody was very welcoming and they said, absolutely. And if you need anything else, you know, come to me, no problem. And by the way, there's training coming up on this date and this location. And if you, I mean, just in case you want to go, hey, let's go. And I made friends in the community and I had somebody to go to if I had problems. So it was very welcoming. And that's what I used. That was my foundation. Good. You got the people skills to incorporate people into getting something done and buying into your vision. So you got back to your organization and you had all these great ideas and all these materials and wonderful input from people that had been gracious enough to assist you. What is the most important thing you think that HR professionals should do as they start implementing the change? Because this required change in the organization. So you faced some barriers. Tell me what you did to accomplish this great task and get these great results that you did? Well, as I was implementing the changes, I communicated everything I was doing and how I was doing it in every step. I communicated up, I communicated down, and laterally. And even if the change didn't affect people, I wanted them to know what was going on because people are afraid of change and they don't know how it's going to affect them. So you need to let them know. So constant communication is very important when implementing any kind of a change. So that's what I did. I I had a communication strategy for everything I was doing. And I also allowed people to give input as to what was going on. Tell me how you feel about what's going on so I can implement it. If, If it's a good idea, let's make it part of the process so they can be part of the change. That definitely goes a long way when you're making a change, letting people be part of it. So you're a really good communicator because the results, as I know, 
really well received and eventually, and people started actually participating, as I understand it, in providing suggestions and so forth, right? Absolutely, yes, they did. They came around and they started coming even when I didn't ask them to. Well, that's a good thing. Now, I know you had a multicultural workforce. How did you incorporate the, and, uh, the recognition of diversity in that workforce in these changes? Well, I, I think when celebrating diversity, you need to ask people to tell you about their diversity so that you can understand how it affects them and what it is that they're celebrating so that you can become more aware of the differences in their culture. You can't assume that you know everything about everybody's culture. So you need the employees to tell you what it is they're celebrating so that you can make it more adaptable to the organization, to the team, to them. And that way you can celebrate with them and they don't feel left out. And you can also teach others about each other's diversity and celebrate our differences. Well, it sounds to me like you're a real communicator, both externally and internally within an organization. And the proof's in the pudding. The numbers are here. And it demonstrates, I think, just a a really fine way to approach a very complex and difficult issue. Folks, we've been talking with Judy Garza, 20-year HR expert who gets numbers and gets results. And Judy, thank you so much for sharing your view on how HR can attack some of the issues and do it effectively in the workplace. Absolutely. Thank you again for having me, Fred. Thank you for visiting with us. We welcome your comments and suggestions and look forward to having you join us soon at Workplace Strategies.